No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalms 67 and 68, which praise the Lord for His righteous judgment and blessings, and also for setting the lonely in families. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. In this utilitarian society in which we live, value is often measured by production. The arts are not always valued, neither are spiritual things. The Psalms are songs of praise. Of what value are they? Nothing physical is produced by them, at least nothing that we can see, but praise is essential to receiving the blessings of God. It could be that we will discover the most productive thing any of us ever did was to praise God. Certainly David understood the necessity of praise. And today we look at two psalms that call us to praising the Lord. Psalm 67 is anonymous. Psalm 68 is written by David. Both are songs of praise to God for his mercy and judgment. Psalm 67. God, be merciful to us and bless us. And cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, that your way may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. How we need God's mercy again and again. The more we become aware of his holiness, the more we realize our need for his mercy. Now, the psalmist here repeats the priestly blessing of Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Of all the nations, the Lord chose Israel to be his special treasure through whom he would bless the earth. He made his face shine upon them by revealing himself to them. That your way may be known on earth. So the purpose of God shining upon them was not so that they could keep God for themselves, but so that they would make his way known throughout the world. Now, God has blessed the church with the knowledge of Jesus Christ and his word and the anointing of the Holy Spirit so that we today should make Jesus famous throughout the world. God wills that we would take his salvation to the ends of the earth. Verse 3. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Selah. Stop and think about that. Let the peoples praise you. The psalmist calls for universal worship. It pleases God that all the nations and tribes and languages should praise him. Imagine what heaven will be like when everyone from every continent throughout the ages, from every tribe and tongue, from all over, everyone who have loved God, sing praises around the throne. You know, we have been created to know and to worship God. Let the nations sing for joy. The greatest praise 
is that spontaneous song of joy that comes from the realization of God's goodness. Think of the song of joy when the disciples discovered that the Jesus they thought was dead was actually risen from the dead. Their tears of sorrow turned to songs of joy. We accomplish far more good in the world by our songs of joy than by our words of criticism. You judge the people righteously. In a world of injustice, where it often seems that evil is triumphing over good, it's comforting to know that God will judge the people righteously. Everything is laid bare before the one to whom we will all give an account. And he will reward each person according to what he or she has done. But what a trial it can be to wait for his justice. Let the peoples praise you. O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase, God. Our own God shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the ends of the earth shall fear him. So the psalmist says, let the peoples praise you. It's an exhortation that reminds me of a conductor in front of an orchestra, leading all the peoples, all the sections of the orchestra, if you will, into glorious praise to God. Then the earth shall yield her increase. When all the peoples praise the Lord, then the earth will yield a great harvest. He's probably speaking of a natural harvest of produce, but doesn't this also apply to a spiritual harvest of souls? Send the praise team out as we worship the Lord together. Let us believe him for a mighty harvest in these last days. O Lord, revive us. Our own God shall bless us, he says. I, I love this because it is so personal. He is our own God and we are his inheritance. Then the ends of the earth shall fear him. When the Lord blesses his people, then the nations will see his hand upon the righteous and they will fear God and seek to know him. This is one of the reasons why God blesses us. It is not only for our own benefit, but also to bring the rest of the world into the true worship of Yahweh. Psalm 68, to the chief musician, a psalm of David, a song. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let those also who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away as wax melts before the fire. So let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. So David prays, let God's enemies be scattered like smoke in the wind. Let them melt away as wax before the fire. He prays that they would perish like the wax that you would put near your campfire. As it just, if you imagine a candle just on a rock by your campfire, just dwindling away to nothing. Let me tell you, I would not want to be one of David's enemies. But he says, let the righteous be glad and rejoice exceedingly before the Lord. Nothing pleases God more than when we bring him joyful songs of worship and praise. As he has blessed us, now we come back and just say, Lord, thank you for all that you've done for us. Those songs of praise, those songs of joyful worship are so meaningful to the heart of God. 
Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So it says here to sing praises to God by his name, Yah. Now that's a contraction for Yahweh, which means the becoming one. Remember that God told Moses that his name was I am. That is, whatever it is that you need is what the Lord will be to you. So it makes sense here. He is a father to the fatherless. If you are without a father, you need a father and the Lord will be your father. He's a defender of widows. Imagine the widow who no longer has her husband to protect and defend her, but the Lord will be her defender. Maybe she doesn't have children nearby that can defend her, but the Lord will be her defender. God in his holy habitation. Now the scripture tells us that God exists in two places. He lives in heaven, in a high and holy place, but he also lives with the person who has a contrite heart, with the lowly in spirit, according to Isaiah. And he sets the lonely in families. Now, there are those that they desire to have a mate. You know, I see people sort of on the prowl for a mate. And I just encourage such people, look, just delight yourself in the Lord. And the word says he will give you the desires of your heart. Just Worship God, serve him, be available. God is fully capable of bringing somebody to you. Remember, he brought Eve to Adam. He sets the lonely or the solitary into families. And even if you don't get married and, you know, get a spouse, that sort of thing, the Lord will put you in the family of God. So you're no longer lonely. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. I love this. God sets captives free. We look around today and we see many people that are in bondage to their sins. They're slaves to their desires. They claim to be free, but they don't realize that they are slaves to their own depravity. And yet the Lord will have mercy on them. He will set them free if they respond to the gospel. If they call upon the name of the Lord, he will save them. He will forgive them. And as Jesus said, whoever the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. So those who reject the gospel, those who reject Jesus Christ, they remain in their sins, in their trespasses, and they dwell in a dry desert land, separated from God, separated from his love and his grace and his truth and his peace. You know, the the most important question I think we could ask ourselves or even ask others is, do you have peace with God? Do you know his peace? That is a real telltale sign of whether or not you have entered into a right relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Verse seven, oh God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped rain at the presence of God. Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God. The God of Israel, you, O God, sent a plentiful rain 
whereby you confirmed your inheritance when it was weary. Your congregation dwelt in it. You, O God, provided from your goodness for the poor. So the psalmist David here looks at when the Lord brought the people out of the bondage of Egypt, brought them into the wilderness, went before them, and the heavens dropped rain. Now this could be speaking of physical rain, or it could be speaking of God raining down the manna from heaven, the heavenly bread that he provided for them in the wilderness so that they were sustained there. And he brought them to Mount Sinai where he confirmed their inheritance. And of course, he entered into a covenant with them, really like a marriage covenant, where he would be their God and they would be his people. And the congregation dwelt there at Mount Sinai for over a year as God provided for them all that they needed. Again, this is just a call for us to praise God. There are so many things that we can praise God about. And I think probably the best thing we can do, we get up in the morning. You know, you might feel sort of rotten. I, I sometimes do until I get my first cup of coffee. But then to begin the day with praise. Lord, you're so good to us. You've provided so many good things. You've chosen us before the foundation of the world and you have good plans for us not to harm us but to give us a future you know beginning with praise may in fact turn out to be the most productive thing you do because it brings forth god's blessings in your life and who can measure those you've been listening to simply the bible the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where David continues in Psalm 68, proclaiming God's triumph over the nations. Singers will lead the procession of praise, and all kingdoms will ascribe strength to God. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. <laughs>